0: You are locked on Mizzou, your daily podcast on the Missouri Tigers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hey, all you true sons and daughters! I don't know about you, but I'm getting really excited because I just realized that today we are less than one month away from the Tigers' home opener against the Alabama Crimson Tide. Oh yeah, bring on the tide, what the heck. I mean, come on, you gotta admit, I'm always excited, we are always excited for the Mizzou football opener, but that's a real opponent, isn't it? In fact, that may be too real for some folks, but I gotta be honest, it gets the juices flowing a little bit more than Central Missouri State or whoever it might be. So, count your blessings, people. Count your blessings. And speaking of this football season, well, Missouri held... Another practice yesterday, Eli Drinkwitz had a Zoom meeting with the press, and I've got a few sound bites to share with you, including his thoughts on LaDamian Washington, former Tiger great receiver, joining the team. What did he have to say to this young squad? Also, Eli talked about managing position groups in the COVID-19 era, and also a little more on the optimism at corner surrounding this team right now. Also, the Tiger basketball team, another verbal commitment this week on top of Caleb Brown signing. We've got another guy apparently in the fold. But first, you know what? Just after we broke yesterday, after I recorded this show, the news about how Missouri is going to allocate tickets for the 2020 season finally came out. And while there is still no word on first of all, there's no word on tailgating, and there's also no word on how student seating will progress. We do know officially how student or I'm sorry, how season tickets for donors will be allocated. And in what should be a surprise to absolutely no one, guess who's getting the first crack at these tickets? Well, indeed, it's the biggest donors of all. And in fact, if you're of one of the two highest tiers at TSF. If you're one of the two biggest donors, well, you're going to get your first crack starting Friday, starting tomorrow at these tickets, and you'll get to have up to eight season tickets for this season. Now, the next two below that still will get to choose on Friday, but they'll only get four tickets, as will the next four tiers below that. But basically, it's just a totally tiered system. Tier one will select what they want to select, or not. Obviously, there are going to be some people who will choose to opt out as well. And there'll be some people who choose to have less than eight or less than four tickets, whatever it might be. Then once those people have been satisfied, you'll move on to the next tier and then the tier below that and the tier below that until eventually, presumably, they run out of their 15 to 16,000 seats that are going to be allotted at Memorial Stadium this fall. Now, obviously, you might be asking yourself, well, what if I'm the type of fan that donated less than $1,000 a year to purchase my season tickets, or maybe I didn't make a donation at all? Well, it sounds like that those season ticket holders are still going to get a chance to purchase tickets, but it sounds like you might not get a shot for every single game. So again, you're going to be down there at the priority Come Friday, September 11th, or maybe even September the 12th, the next day, maybe Mizzou will have a better idea of who all is opted in, who's opted out, what type of tickets are available, and not. So, sorry if that didn't answer all of your questions, but at this point there are still a lot of unknowns, but we do have an idea of when this whole process, this tier process, is going to start. And that's tomorrow, and it's going to end again. On September the 11th. Now as far as will this football season actually happen or not, well at the moment I'm feeling a bit more optimistic than I was a couple weeks ago. I'll certainly say that and Eli Drinkwitz and athletic director Jim Sturk were both really emphasizing the idea of we'll have a better idea in two weeks if this thing's going to happen or not. Obviously two weeks is sort of the oh man, this phrase is escaping me at the moment, but the, I don't know, gestation period for COVID-19, for lack of a better phrase. So that'll give you maybe a better idea. At least that's where, where their head is at on the whole subject. But the good news so far is Missouri only has two active cases on the football team and then an additional three guys we are being quarantined based on contact tracing, based on the idea that, well, they may have been, I guess, in a spot where there's been an outbreak or something. So generally, that sounds encouraging. It doesn't sound like the thing is spreading as much as it is at, at some other schools, perhaps. So if you want to be an optimist, well, I'll go with you for at least today. That's for darn sure. And speaking of optimism, I do want to talk all about Hopeful future Tiger, Sean, Duru, Gordon. But first, got to tell you about rockauto.com. Because I don't know about you, but in this modern world of products being available all the time and the ability to price check everything, I don't mind paying a fair price for something that I want, but I just don't want to get ripped off. Well, did you know that chain stores have different price tiers for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers? Well, rockauto.com's prices are the same for everybody and they're reliably low. Rockauto.com always offers the lowest prices possible rather than charges, charging prices based on what the market will bear like the airlines do. Rockauto.com is for everybody and does not require membership or account login. So go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your vehicle. Right, locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so that they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. At one point during the Conzo Martin era at Missouri these last three, four years, and I can't quite put my finger on when it was, but there was a moment when people were saying that. Missouri under Conzo is going to become Big Guard University. And if you look at the team the last couple of years, not exactly a lot of big guards out there. But you know what? That may be changing because, in addition to Missouri picking up a verbal commitment from Caleb Brown, the brother of current Missouri Tiger Kobe Brown, well, the Tigers also secured a verbal commitment yesterday from Sean Duru Gordon. Now, while I described young Caleb Love as definitely a bigger-bodied point guard and maybe a below-the-rim type of player, Sean Duroo Gordon, much more of a slasher wing type player and, and definitely a guy who has certainly above-average explosiveness in terms of jumping ability, speed, that type of thing. Now, I wouldn't call him an elite athlete. His head isn't like soaring above the rim or anything like that. But he's definitely fairly explosive. And certainly, he's a guy that will be able to finish at the rim in traffic or on the fast break with a dunk. And honestly, that's something that Mizzou has lacked in recent seasons. So that's something that will hopefully be nice to see. But really, the headliner for Mr. Duru Gordon, at least in terms of basketball, it's got to be that he's 6 foot 6, maybe even a little taller than that, and he has a 7 foot wingspan. And the good news is he's not just long and pretty athletic, he seems to really like to defend too. Tough kid, not afraid to use his physicality, and it sounds like he's a possible 2 through 4 player, meaning he could play shooting guard, small forward, power forward as we traditionally call it, but regardless, he just looks like he's a guy Who's a versatile wing piece who will hopefully be a really good defender and again a guy who can finish in the paint. Certainly a guy who he seems like he likes to attack the basket and he searches out contact or I'm sorry, contact, really good body control on some of those fishes on some of those finishes after he gets said contact as well. And I think that's something that When I was a player, I didn't figure out until after I was in high school, which is, you know, I think in my mind, I thought, all right, if I avoid contact, that'll make it easier for me to finish the shot. But especially if you're driving, before you even get the shot up, if you're posting up, maybe you get your hip, your shoulder. Imagine what Luka Doncic was doing to Kawhi Leonard the other day, if you're an NBA fan. You get your body into the defender's chest, well, suddenly you're the one who's in charge. The defender isn't throwing you off by initiating contact. No, you're throwing them off, and you're setting the terms of this arrangement. So that was something that took me a while to figure out, and I feel like Sean Duroo Gordon has that mentality in spades, and I enjoyed watching that on his film for sure. Now, the hope here is with Duroo Gordon that maybe he's a bit of a late bloomer. He's just now growing into those long arms and that six foot six frame. He had some offers from Seton Hall in Georgia, among others. Grew up in Queens, New York. And you know what? I guess a lot of kids have to grow up quick if you're born in Harlem, grow up in Queens. But, man, this Duru Gordon kid just had it awfully rough. Lost his mom at nine years old to cancer. And then his dad passed just a few short years ago when he was 15, when Sean was 15, that is to a heart attack. So, gosh, just totally unfair, heartbreaking circumstances for him. And according to a quote from Sean, this is in Dave Matters' recent piece at St. Louis Post-Dispatch, he said, I had to grow up really quick. I'm really disciplined and mature for my age. I just use basketball as pretty much my outlet. I've always been a good student, and I have a lot of people of my corner that have always supported me and kept me on the right path. And you know what, just reading that quote, you can see why this young man was attracted to Konzo Martin. Lord knows Konzo's seen his difficulties as well. And certainly he knows a little something about dealing with cancer too. And frankly, you know, as I've said before, I won't go too deep into this again. I definitely believe the idea that Konzo Martin's a really good person. And if you've had some tough times in your life, I can see how a man like that, especially if if your dad just left you two or three years ago, unfortunately, I can see why you'd want a strong male figure like Konzo Martin in your life. So, I mean, that's something he really has to sell. And if anything, I think this whole Zoom period has almost been a little bit of an advantage for him in that regard. But more back to just basketball in general for Mr. Duro Gordon. As a junior last season, he averaged 23 points Over 11 rebounds, shot nearly 44% from the three. And this was in a slightly abbreviated 21-game schedule with COVID cutting it down, by the way. But also, in a good sign, he shot 77% from the free-throw line, too. So sometimes you wonder how those high school shooting numbers will translate. This is something I've focused on lately. I tend to believe the free-throw line because the free-throw line will tell you the story. There's nobody guarding you. It's the same shot every time. You know, it's the ultimate the ultimate control group for your shot, if you will. So I tend to lean toward that number more than anything. Obviously, he just sounds like a good kid, an easy one to root for, especially uh, you got to like that he described himself as always being a good student. Hey, it's not it's not bragging if it's true. So I enjoyed that and you know what? Just I'll be a little critical here. I, I will say if anything In the highlights, it's not like he looked, he didn't look like he was much of a playmaker per se. His handle is a little bit loose, his ball handling that is a little bit loose, needs some work, but again, we don't expect him to be a point guard, so that's not the worst thing in the world. If he can finish, and that's something Missouri's really lacked on the wing as a a finisher on the wing, especially again in transition, well I think he'll be a valuable offensive piece, especially again with that which should be a a decent three-point shot that translates solid free-throw shooter. If he's not the best handle, the best attacker off the dribble right now, I can live with that because it seems like he has some traits that should get him on the floor fairly soon for the Tigers at Mizzou Arena. All right, and with all that said, I do want to get to our Eli Drinkwitz sound bites. But first, as usual, you know I've got Bill Barr on the mind, because as I look at my clock here, we're just past noon. And for most people, it would be lunchtime. But you know what? Lunch kind of bogs my brain down a little bit. It it makes me very lethargic. So I try to avoid lunch. But then there's the other side of it. Well, if I don't eat and I'm starving the entire time, that can't be good for my brain either, right? So you know what I'm going to do? Yeah, you guess it. I'm reaching for my built bar. In fact, give me that peanut butter flavor. The one with 19 grams of protein, 180 calories, and only five grams of sugar. Gonna be tough to beat that in a chocolate based bar. So go to builtbar.com, use the pro, ah, use the promo code locked on, and you'll get $10 off your next order. Again, that's promo code locked on for $10 off. At BuiltBar.com. And while supplies last, you may just get a free cooler with your purchase. Well, some Mizzou fans online are already speculating whether or not Damian Washington will have a job with the athletic department in some capacity. Well, that was based on his visit with the team just the other day. And well, here's what Eli Drinkwitz had to say about LaDamian's visit.
1: We, we had LaDamian come address the team and, and he talked about uh, investment and in return uh, and investing in yourself and who's all invested in you and getting a return on that investment and talking about how Mizzou invested in him and he owes it to Mizzou to return, uh, show a good return on that investment and, and uh, is just wanting to bless our kids. He's talked about the way he grew up and all the different things that he's endured and to see him, you know, be an example of chasing two dreams—a life with football and a life after football—he's an incredible ambassador for our program. He's got a great spirit and joy. And anytime our football team can be around somebody like that, uh, it, it's such a positive thing. You know, he 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 really did a nice job of addressing our team and, and and talking about them making investment and people have made investments in them, and they need to make sure they 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 uh, make a good return.
0: So obviously, no specifics there on. LeDamian's future employment. But just good to have that guy around the team anytime, as Eli said there. And you know, it just struck me just for a second that our new basketball recruit, Mr. Duru Gordon, there, well, he has a bit of a similar story to LeDamian Washington, and I'm glad that he's the new kid has a good attitude, it seems, but you know, there's always challenges in life, and I think Damian La Damien Washington the perfect kind of guy, really, for him to talk to, to get a bit of advice, encouragement, all that kind of stuff. So, I don't know, just wanted to point out a good man who's still a part of this program and a true son forever, Mr. LaDamian Washington. But let's get into some specifics of football for this season, shall we? And, well, there was some talk One of the reporters mentioned that there's been reports that LSU, basically its entire offensive line group, has come down with COVID-19. So the question is, what is Missouri doing to avoid similar pitfalls?
1: Yeah, as far as position meetings go, we all meet in large areas. We don't have anybody that doesn't have more than six feet apart. We don't have anybody that doesn't have uh, great ventilation, large open spaces, We utilize both our team room, defensive meeting room, recruiting lounge, locker room. Uh, um, We utilize the uh, show me club. So all the space that we have in the Southeast end zone, we have set up four position meetings so that everybody's spaced out, spread out, six feet, quarantine, contact tracing, masks on, um, the, the whole kit and caboodle. As far as we haven't maneuvered people from housing, you sign leases. I, I don't know what else I could do about that. We, we can't just rent hotels for the rest of the, uh, of the season. So we're going to keep on living life, practice social distancing, wear masks, do what we're asked to do. And if we get contact traced, we get contact traced. Uh, I mean, that's, that's the risk we're taking with playing the game and, and, uh, and being in an imperfect bubble.
0: Well, that certainly sounded like a lot of precautions. And so far, if the goal is to not have a bunch of positive cases, tests, popping up from COVID-19, well, then so far, I guess mission accomplished. And I suppose we'll know even more, as Eli and Jim Sturk keep emphasizing, in the next two weeks. But also on this show, I mentioned how Ryan Walters thinks that Missouri will actually be better at cornerback this year a statement that not only surprised me but seemed to take the rest of the Missouri beat back because well a follow-up question was asked about that to Eli and here's what his response was
1: yeah I mean crud yeah I excited they've been whipping our tail ends for the last six practices so he's he's feeling real good about it um I think we've got great potential there. I know that Coach Gibbs is an outstanding football coach, does a great job. We've got three coaches in the secondary because it's such an important position. He does an unbelievable job, five years NFL experience. He may have more than that. He may have 12 years of NFL experience. I don't know his resume off the top of my head, but he's got a lot of NFL experience. He knows exactly how to coach that position, the techniques. And that's what the kids want to know. They want to know, one, do you care about them, and two, can you help them improve? And David Gibbs does that. Ryan Walters does that. So guys are, are bought into that. We've got a lot of young guys. We've got great competition. Nothing, uh, only thing better than a little competition is a lot of competition. There's a lot of competition in that room. Um, really good players, you know, uh, Sparks, Jarvis Ware, um, Ennis Rakestraw, Ish Burdeen, J.C. Carlisle. I mean, the list goes on. And, and uh, so, yes, we're excited about that room. Rdub's excited about that room. And uh, like I said, they've whipped our tail pretty good for four, five, six, seven, whatever days it is. So a lot of reason to be excited.
0: A lot of reason to be excited indeed, as we're, again, less than a month from real God's honest football. At least I hope so. I think we all hope so at this point. But just interesting to note, again, the emphasis that Eli Drinkwitz puts on the passing game, at least defensively. A bit of a window into his mentality, I think. Three coaches in the secondary. Notice that we don't have three coaches for run stuffers. Just a thought there, something to keep in mind for the old run versus pass debate that is endless on football Twitter. So with all that being said, I think that'll do it for me this week. So I'll see you guys next time, next week, right here. Unlocked on Mizzou.